This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. And I'm just gonna say if you're tuning in today, right up front, that at some point during the show, if you get inspired to ask a question, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely check out our website, www.taraenolan.com. That way you can check us out, see what we look like and do all your behind the scenes digging. But uh, stay tuned because later on the show, we are gonna have a special offer. And today we're gonna be talking about financial well-being and how you feel about finances. And this is something, if you're just tuning in, you don't know, I talk about a lot is finances has a little bit to do with numbers, but it's so much more to do with your emotional baggage and your family history and, and how you feel about things. So it's such an important topic and uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into it. But before we totally jump into this topic, let me see, Tony, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great now because I like this topic. Uh, you know, we always talk about finances, uh, but today's show is how do we feel uh, about our finances? And uh, uh, so that's, you know, financial well-being is, is something that you talk about, but uh, well-being is, is kind of, you're talking about a mindset today. Uh, not just about the the numbers in your bank account. So I, I like this, and uh, I think it all ties together, of course. Uh, I've had a great week. Uh, thanks for having me on the show today. This should be a great one, Tara. And I know this is something you love to talk to your clients about and help people with. But first, how have you been? How's everything at Nolan Advisory Services? Are you keeping your partner, Chris, in line there? Oh, uh, gosh, you know, Tony, I am keeping Chris busy. The honeydew list just gets long. And it's <laughs> we're so lucky that we're able to be married and work together in our business as partners. I know that's very unique. And I'm, I'm so thankful that we get to have that relationship. Well, it's but, a unique um, challenge and it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. And, and, and that's one of the things is that we're not only do we love each other, we actually like each other as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, there's the difference. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun, but we're, it's so topical. So, you know, I'm doing a little training with my, my crew of fellow dressage ladies or dressage queens, as it can be known in the dressage world. <laughs> but talking about feeling, Tony, we went to dinner at a nice restaurant and then we were all going to go see a show. And it was one of those where we're, we're running late and here comes the check. And I just, I said, oh gosh, I can't sit here while we go through the agony of trying to divide up the check and everything. I said, I'll just cover it. And it wasn't cheap. I'll give you that. But what was nice, Tony, was the feeling of this is expensive, but you know what? I got it. It's going to be okay. It's just money. I'll make more. <laughs> and But it was funny because it really floored everybody in the group because no one else. And Tony, there's people in this group that are much wealthier than I am. But it's interesting. They don't feel like they are. So it, this is what's so important about today's topic is it really doesn't matter how much money you have because, Tony, I know people that are so wealthy but they don't feel like they are and they feel afraid. And it, that's not what it's, money's there to make life fun, not to be something that you're just afraid it's gonna slip through your fingers. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's not saying you shouldn't be fiscally responsible. We've had shows on that as well. Uh, but you have to have a good balance, and uh, and so often it is about uh, emotions and a mindset rather than a money set, right? Absolutely, Tony, and I love how you put that, a mindset, not just a money set, because you absolutely, I'm not saying don't be responsible. You want to be responsible, but you also want to be in the driver's seat with your money so that you can have a little fun. And you can take those, you know, do those things that you want to do. And and that's what it's about is step one is how do you take charge of your money? Because when you're in charge, then you're not always feeling under the gun and like you're behind or, well, I'm not sure if I can treat myself or I'm not sure if I can treat the family. You know, it's finding that balance. It's all about that balance, right? Sure. And so uh, let's talk a little bit more about what exactly financial well-being is. What do you mean by that, Tara? Uh, and uh, let's go into that a little bit more. You know, Tony, and that's great because this is a topic when we start getting into emotion, this is where we start getting lots of uh, heated or uh, excited discussions. So let me just what describe what I mean by financial well-being. So one of the characteristics is, you know, one is ideally somebody who's learned how to control their budget. And this is something that I spend, Tony, a lot of time with a lot of my clients' kids who are kids, I say, you know, they're now in their 20s, but going through the process of what is a budget? How do we establish a budget? And especially with the younger generation saying, you know, you've lived this life with your parents who are established, you're starting out, and maybe you're not gonna go to Starbucks every day like you did with mom, and maybe you're not gonna have three TVs in the house. So there's just like this concept of when you're starting out and really moving out on your own, there's gonna be a little bit of a building process before you achieve that standard of living. And that's what that, that budget thing's all about, which we I know we try not to talk about too much, Uh-oh. right? Uh-oh, you used the B word, budget. <laughs> well, Spending so that's part plan. of it. Spending exactly. plan. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, Tony, another characteristic that is so important for me to have for my clients is that you don't wake up every morning listening to what the Dow Jones Industrial Average is doing and let that drive how you feel about your day. We know the market's going to go up. We know the market's going to go down. I can guarantee that. <laughs> what, I, what we don't know is, you know, when the market's going to drop. Or, Tony, I mean, have you ever been in your family or known people who have just an unexpected medical emergency? Oh, yeah. And it is that the kind of thing the you can say, well, we'll just we'll go to the doctor later? No. <laughs> so you got to take care of that. So, you know, a financial part of being financially stable is having that emergency fund in play so that when something, when the unexpected happens, because it always does, that you're, it doesn't throw your whole life off track. You kind of go, yeah, that's a bummer, but we're okay because we've, we've planned for this. And another big thing, Tony, and this, I, this is my favorite part of what I do is helping people set and track their financial goals. If you're, if you're on target, even if it's just paying off debt, if you have a plan and it's in play and you're activating it, that puts you in the driver's seat so that you're not at the receiving end of your financial stress. You're driving it and you get to control it. So that's, does that kind of explain, what, would, what else would you add to that, Tony, in terms of being financially stable? Well, yeah, I mean, it's also financial freedom. And I know we hear that phrase thrown out there by, you know, financial people on the radio, uh, <laughs> such as ourselves. Right? but. But really, you do want to have financial freedom. But like you said, uh, it's not just freedom by you don't have financial freedom by just having more money. It's also a mindset. And I I think that's what you're getting at here. 
But uh, how do we figure out where we're at on that financial well-being scale, so to speak? I mean, you know, you're, you're starting to point out, Tara, why this should be important to us. Uh, let's tell the listeners, you know, why this is important and how do we figure this out? Tony, this is exactly what I love because it's all about step one, where am I in the world is taking that financial junk drawer that we all have, whether it's on your computer or literally a drawer in your house <laughs> and figuring out, let's see where I am. And, and let's look at, let's, let's look at the last six months to go, how much money do I spend every month? And, you know, how much do I spend on groceries and what do I spend on coffee and what do I, you know, all the different things, get your arms around it. So step one is identifying where you are now. That's the big picture. And that's how you start understanding, okay, here's where I am. And then we bump that up against what your income is to say, well, am I even, am I underwater? Cause that's stressful or am I doing okay? but I'm not planning or, or saving or doing things. So you just kind of figure out where you are. You know, I guess I'm visualizing in my head like a seesaw. Like, are you your level? Are you a little below water? Are you a little up or down? Financial well-being starts with figuring out where you are and then going, well, and then where do I want to go? And this is, I love that picture of the little cartoon with the bubble above your head to say, well, this is where I want to be. So you have where you are and where you want to be. And then that's where that planning comes into play to say, and here's how I'm going to get there. And that is the beginning of financial well-being because mentally, when we know where we are and we we know we're going to be okay, that's where the the ah, feeling comes. <laughs> A sigh of relief. Re- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Breathe and, out. And you know, that's the thing is you can even be in debt But once you have a plan of attack to get out of debt and get on track, you know, this is what I love um, with some of the financial talk shows. They talk about, you know, how do you climb out of debt and get out of that debt? It's so powerful to create that plan because once you have that plan that you're back in control and you can go, "Ah, I don't have to worry about that every day. I have a plan. Uh, Yeah. And uh, that's that's really good. It, it's peace of mind. You know, we uh, we talk. I don't know if you've heard this one, and I think you've mentioned it on the show before to me. But the Swan Plan, S W A N, sleep well at night. Exactly. And I know that's what you help your clients do. Like, why do I need a financial planner to have a written plan in place so you can sleep well at night and don't have to worry about your money or don't have to worry if you're going to have enough in retirement or when to retire. That's why, right? You know, absolutely, Tony. And I can tell you with some of my favorite clients, we create this plan. And it's usually, I tell you, Tony, probably at least two years of going to our annual reviews and going, are we okay? Are we? Hey, we're on track. The plan is working. And But once they figure that out, they go, this is wonderful. Because anytime I get nervous, I can either pick up the phone and call you or I can look at the plan. And then I go, oh, okay. We're, we're tracking and everything is, there's nothing unexpected coming at me. Yeah. And, and that's, that's important. So uh, that's where we all want to get to that point. And that makes sense. Um, and these are definitely good things uh, to start the thought process. Is there anything else we should consider? Uh, you know, this is the thing. I think I remember learning this in grade school. Uh, have you ever, were you ever taught this, Tony, that, um, you don't want to compare yourself to other people because there's always someone that you can be envious of and then there's always someone you can feel superior to. So it's just, just stay out of the business of comparing yourself to other people. You know, it's commonly called keeping up with the Joneses. 
And it's just a trap that we have all fallen prey to at some point or time, because no matter where you are in life, right, there's someone who always has a little more of something that you want. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the key being right, because there's some people that have plenty more of things that you don't want and you don't care. <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> whatever your thing is, whether it's that car, that boat, that vacation house, it, it doesn't really matter what the thing is. But if there's something that you want and you think other people have it and you don't, that's just a trap. To, to fall into. And sometimes, Tony, you find out, like I love this example, a friend of mine, her son worked for the telephone company. So, you know, all around town, he gets to go inside people's houses. And he told me, he said, you know what? I go into a lot of these really big McMansions, these six to 8,000 square foot houses that are gorgeous. And you get inside and they have sheets hanging up on the windows and there's no furniture because they're... <laughs> yeah. They have too much house. And he said, so everyone else is being envious that they have the big house and it's a stone around their neck. Yep. So you just can't, you know, it's just a good reminder. And I think we've all learned it from our parents or from church or whatever life experience. You can't ever look at somebody from the outside and know what their life is really like. Hmm. And so it's just good a, point. it's just a, it's a really big trap. And I think for a lot of people that they start feeling bad about their finances because they're comparing themselves to somebody else or some ideal that's not even real. So it's just so important to figure out. And it, it always comes back to the plan, Tony, because what the plan does is it lets you do that introspective time to sit down and go, what's important to me? Not to everybody else. What's important to me? What do I want in my life? Do I have what I want? If I don't have what I want, let's figure out what it is and then let's make a plan to achieve it. But let's not, don't let other people drive my plan. You know, I whatever the new thing is. Oh, I have to have a Tesla because my neighbor has one. Well, did you ever want a Tesla? Well, no, but now my neighbor has one, so I have to have one. Okay. Yeah, but, but I actually want one. <laughs> right. So. Well, my husband does too. Chris does too. <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something I really want. Um, but no, that makes sense. Now we have to take a quick break here, Tara. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, I definitely do, Tony, because just this idea of sitting down and thinking through your financial life, it, it can be overwhelming because it's so easy to, to start spinning around in your own head and just become paralyzed. So Chris and I have set aside 20 financial complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers from today's show. Because Tony, this really gets to the heart of the matter of what Chris and I like to do is to help people sit down and figure out what do I want? How do I plan for my dreams? So we've set aside those 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. Tony, that's 719-210-4242. And we really work well with those people that are ready to sit down and take control of their financial life and create that, and I emphasize, Tony, that written plan for success. All right. Well, Tara, great offer. And uh, listeners, give Tara a call. Set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. And uh, Tara, I know you're excited to sit down with them and talk to them. Uh, but listeners, stay tuned. We have a lot more show left here, and we're going to be right back with more of Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned right after this. Good advice is sometimes hard to come by. That's why you should find a financial professional you can trust. There may not be such a thing as a perfect investment. Every financial choice involves trade-offs. It is helpful to have a financial professional on your side to help you organize your goals and have a better understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. 
At Terra Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on working with you to meet your financial goals and provide the advice that can help minimize the hazards you may face. Give our office a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at terraenolan.com. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Today, if you're just tuning in, we have been talking about how do you feel about your finances? And one of the things that we, Tony and I have been talking about is, you know, you think numbers are a big deal, but it's so much more important how you feel about money. You know, Tony, how does that resonate for you? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously um, we need to, it resonates quite a bit because I get emotional when it comes to finances. We all do. Uh, especially couples, uh, you know how emotional it can get oh, over, gosh, yes. over finances. But, you know, uh, once you've established uh, what it means to have financial well-being, like you did in our first, uh, you know, the first part of the show, uh, we need to talk about why this is so important. And uh, stress is uh, a killer, uh, literally and figuratively. And really, it's to alleviate that. It's all about that swan plan to be able to sleep well at night, right? You know, it definitely is, Tony. And it's just, especially, you just hit it right on the nose, is it's a big part of relationships. And uh, it's probably one of the areas that almost every couple has the hardest part talking about is finances. And, you know, when you come when you come together, everybody comes from different backgrounds. You know, some some people came from families that, you went out to eat all the time and, and spent a lot of money on credit cards and just kind of had the attitude of, we'll throw it on the credit card and we'll worry about it later. And then Tony, some families were very conservative and only used cash and, and really thought ahead for every little thing. And you, you bring two, two people together from backgrounds like that and they haven't talked about it. Talk about some interesting uh, dynamics that kind of start to develop. Yeah. Well, obviously, and, and that makes sense. Would you say that, you know, emotions, uh, our emotions and financial well-being are directly related to one another? Oh, gosh, Tony. I, you know, let me give an example. I have a couple that I've been sitting down with and they make a lot of money, but they're kind of always almost a little short every month. And so we're trying mm. to figure out what's happening. And here's the thing is, is there a young couple? And they're still learning how to how to talk to each other and how to discuss money and kids and, you know, all the things that we have to learn how to discuss. And what I've realized is they take turns, you know, um, the husband will go out with his buddies and maybe spend a little bit of money at the bar. The wife gets mad. So then she goes down to the store and she buys some things and, and they're using money as like this little passive aggressive weapon against each other. And I'm like, OK, guys, do you see this is happening? And they're like. Well, now that you point it out, yeah. <laughs> but this is common. This is just a simple example. But these are the kinds of things that when we when we look at money and we start looking at financial well-being, you can take yourself from being in a position where you're making plenty of money and that's not the issue. There's You always have to kind of get to the heart of the matter and say, well, what's the real challenge that we're having? And let's fix it. Yeah, good point. Uh, get to it and fix it. Um, and that makes perfect sense. Are there things that we can do to avoid um, 
are there things we should be avoiding, uh, I should say, in order to keep our financial well-being on track then? Well, you know, there's there's so many things. You can, I mean, you can't expect yourself from the unexpected, right? We all get that. So that's why one of the best things that we have is that emergency fund. But one of the, the other best things that we can have, Tony, is keeping a good attitude and just being aware of ourselves of, you know, what are our traps? You know, some people, you know, fall into the trap of, well, I've got to have a new car. And Tony, this happens a lot. Well, I've got to have a new car. Well, what's wrong with your current car? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, why do you have to have a new car? Well, because I want it and it's my other car's two years old, so it's just time. So that's an example of, let's, well, let's make a plan. So that's, that's fine to say, you know, a priority for myself is I always want to have a fairly current car. Got it. But let's work that into your budget. Let's make a plan. Let's not just take on a whole bunch of debt out of the blue because you want to solve this, this need. So part of keeping your financial well-being on track is kind of knowing, know thyself. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. I mean, everybody's situation is different and my situation is different than yours. Um, in, in our case, you have all the money and I'm just here you know, along for the ride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, everybody's situation is different and everybody's mindset is different. And so we all come from different places and, you know, we have somewhat the same goal, which is retirement and a happy, healthy retirement once that working paycheck stops. And our mindset, uh, you know, can hinder us or help us in that, I assume, right? It can, Tony. And, and let me try to boil it down and let me know if this is just too simplified. But I think, you know, we talk about it doesn't matter how many zeros are in your bank account. But here's what I find the biggest thing for everybody, Tony, no matter who I'm dealing with, is when you're living within your means, that is a feeling that's good. And when you're living beyond your means and on borrowed credit and and always in debt and trying to keep up with the Jones, that's where we we enter into a lot of stress. And And, and so I, what I like to do with people is let's let's get you started on track, living within your means. And then if you want a bigger life or you want more stuff, let's make a plan to get the stuff, but let's make a plan to do it without putting yourself into debt. Because taking on debt, Tony, to me, is just like inviting stress into your life. Right. I don't and, know. And it is. It is. Debt equals stress and vice versa. Uh, but yeah, debt equals stress for sure. I think that's a great point. And so... Uh, getting out of debt is huge. And I know you help people do that. And that's all part of financial planning and what you do to help your clients. And um, so we need to achieve this financial well-being. And that's something there are different tools you use and different strategies. um, and, And that's important, isn't it? You know, Tony, it really is. And I think one of the first ways that you have to achieve financial well-being is you have to become just aware of what emotions are in play and then what biases that you have with your financial life. And of course, this this is always, it's like getting into relationship counseling, which is not what I do, but I end up doing it quite a bit because th- money <laughs> just brings to the surface. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you were raised with, money will bring it up. Uh, things about money that you didn't even know you thought. <laughs> until you start getting into a relationship and start having discussions over, you know, well, what can we spend money on? You know, that's, that's an, what's an indulgence to one person may be something I have to have to another person. And so you start to get into these conversations and it really doesn't matter what the thing is, but it's, it's having, having that conversation. I had this great story. Let me share it with you, Tony, is a friend of mine was, she's divorced now, but she said in her marriage, when she would get a check, 
for her birthday from her parents. They would get the check and cash it. And her ex-husband would say, she'd say, well, where's my $50? Well, I spent it. We, we bought groceries. And she said, but when he would get money for his birthday, he would go out and spend it on himself. <laughs> and she's like, I never could understand why in our marriage, my money was the family money and his money was his money. <laughs> but right. have you ever, I, I've, I've heard these conversations before. I don't know that that's unique. Have you heard something like that before? Oh yeah. No, I've. <laughs> <laughs> what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. <laughs> yeah, I like that theory. But these are the <laughs> no. things that we have to, uh, they're not good, good, bad, or different, doesn't matter. That's normal. And these are the kinds of things that we have to address, especially in relationships, because then that's how you get to financial well-being is when you start to go, oh, we're fighting because we have a differing opinion on what's the what money is for. And once we come to agreement on what money's for, then we can start to develop financial well-being because we start to feel better. Yeah, exactly. And so that's obviously super important. Uh, uh, but why why is this so important? Because we need to, you know, recognize this in ourselves, right? Well, you have to recognize it because once you understand it, then you can start making better financial decisions. Because like a classic one, Tony, is some people want to pay off their house right away because it feels good to have your house paid off. I mean, doesn't that just feel good? Yeah. It feels but I can, great. I can show you on a spreadsheet where financially you want to pay off your house as slow as you can because you get the benefits of your mortgage deductions and there's so many tax benefits and other benefits you have to pay off your house slowly and then invest that money somewhere else. But you know what? At the end of the day, Tony, it doesn't matter because if it just feels so much better to you to have your house paid off, then pay off the house. Mm. You know, there are decisions like that where the numbers can show you one answer is the best in terms of numbers. But at the end of the day, it's the sleep well at night. Yeah. The exactly. swan plan. It's yeah, The it, swan plan. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, you know, Tony, it's your money. Money should be there to make you to facilitate your life and make things better, if money is causing you stress, then it's not doing its job well. Right. Good point. And I think on that note, that's a, a good lesson to end on. Uh, some great, great tips and facts in the show today. Some great information, but we're out of time. Is there anything you want to add before we have to go today, Tara? Well, just for anyone who's listening into the show, Tony, if this conversation resonated, the, the biggest picture is you have to just know yourself and to create a plan for financial well-being and financial success starts with identifying where you are. And that's, you know, the junk drawer. I always talk about the financial junk drawer, but it's also talking about your beliefs about money. So that once we know where you are, what your beliefs about money are, and then we know where we want to go, then we make sure that we make a plan that also includes your financial beliefs. Because, you know, if you're a person who believes in saving money, saving money, and then you create a plan that makes you be in the stock market, that's never gonna work because you're never gonna feel good about it. So right. there's different ways to get to your dream and that's that's what it's all about. So Tony, we have set aside, Chris and I, 20 complimentary appointments for people who are ready to create that plan that feels good to get to their dream. The number, Tony, is 719-210-4242. That's 20 complimentary appointments, Tony, for the first 20 callers, 719 210-4242. Chris and I just really look forward to helping people get to that plan for success. Excellent. 
Well, thanks, Tara. Good show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing host, Tara Nolan from Nolan Advisory Services. Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 